When we very clearly do not. 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. This is the Elijah Har Show. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at 933KWTO and stream us on the 933 mobile app. Welcome back to KWTO. Joined now by a very special guest, the Republican mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, Glenn Jacobs. You might know him more, though, as Kane. One of the top wrestlers of all time, three-time world champion, and appeared in more pay-per-view WWE events than anyone in history. Mr. Jacob, welcome to the show. Thanks, Elijah. Thanks for having me on. It's it's a true honor to have you on. Uh, you know, obviously, we talk a lot about uh, conservative politics, but uh, as a kid who grew up on wrestling, it's so fascinating to watch how your career has has transitioned into politics. Let's jump right in. Tell us when you decided to run for for mayor and why you did. It was a couple years before uh, the election. The mayor at the time, my predecessor, Tim Burstead, who's now in Congress, is term limited. So I couldn't run again. And obviously, the timing was right for me in that respect. And then also, personally, I was winding down my wrestling career and looking for what my next phase of life would be. The reason I got in politics is I've been a beneficiary of the American dream. I've uh, lived a very blessed life, and I just want to do what I can to ensure that my kids, grandkids, and everyone else's kids and grandkids have those same kind of opportunities that I've had throughout my life. Glenn, you're not the first former wrestler to get in politics. Obviously, the most famous being Jesse Ventura becoming governor of Minnesota. Did you have any inspiration when you decided to do this? What was the What was the moment you're like, you know what? I, I think I'm going to do this. Well, for me, it was uh, actually when Donald Trump won the presidency and realizing that, yeah, someone on the outside could run for office. I mean, if he could become president, I thought that I could become mayor. Um, so I don't know if it was an inspiration more so of just looking around and realizing that the the time was right for someone like me. Um, you know, when, when I think about my inspirations in life, my, I look to my mom and dad, they're just very hardworking people. And you think of decent Americans, you would think of George and, and John Jacobs, um, the life that they helped me create, um, through the things that, that they did. Uh, my dad's a 21 year military veteran. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, just the fact that, uh, as Ronald Reagan said, freedom is a fragile thing and never more than one generation away from extinction. And I want to do everything I can to make sure that my generation is not that generation. Uh, you've got a little bit of a connection to Missouri. You graduated from uh, then Northeast Missouri State, now Truman State University. I got to ask. You, you were in WWE, top of the world in that. How'd you get into wrestling in the first place? <laughs> I always wanted to be a professional athlete ever since I was a little kid. I wanted to play for the Cardinals when I was little bitty. I wasn't a very good baseball player uh, being tall and realized that basketball was probably more suited for my body. Then uh, when I got into college, 
I went to college on a basketball scholarship and I ended up switching sports towards the end of my basketball career. I'd put on a lot of weight in college and uh, the football coach like, son, with your build, you, you have a chance to play in the NFL. Um, so decided to go for it. He was right. I was getting a lot of uh, attention from NFL teams and scouts. And then one day in practice, I blew my knee out. I did go to the Bears camp as a free agent, but I couldn't pass physical because of my knee and was really looking around and thinking, what could I do with my life that I would enjoy that, that, you know, was still involved in athletics and sports and always been a bit of a fan of professional wrestling. I uh, thought it was great entertainment. It combines an athletic endeavor also with theater and drama. And my degree is in English lit. So those are things that I'm familiar with. Uh, I, I, I would never have job, paid. So took I, off. <laughs> it's amazing. English lit degree to wrestling. I love it. Okay. Yeah. You were billed as being seven feet tall. Are you actually seven feet tall? No, I'm about six eight. Okay, <laughs> I was I was like, how much are they fudging the numbers on this? You get to you get into the WWE. They create you went through a, a list of characters before you settled on Kane. How's that process happen? How do 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 you come up with the ideas? Do they give you ideas? And 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 when does it come into? Oh, we finally hit upon the one that works. Right. the The other ideas were theirs. Uh, all of them. Kane was as well. Uh, but. The way it works is really collaboration, uh, and WWE, they have a writing team and all this stuff, but they come up with the idea, but then you have to make it work. I couldn't make the first couple work. They just weren't suited for me, but certainly the, the table was set with the Kane character. I was wrestling The Undertaker, one of the most iconic, actually the most iconic character in WWE history, so that was really can't miss. And for me, it's just all about perseverance and, and keeping on no matter what happens to you and no matter what life throws in your way. Those first couple of years were pretty difficult, but it all panned out for me in the end. It it it, it certainly did. Uh, late 19, I think it was 1998. You beat Stone Cold Steve Austin to win the WWE. Tell us about tell us about that. That's highlight of my career. You know, becoming world champion, something that not very many people achieve. And, uh, you know, seriously, that was something that everybody aspires to. And I was fortunate enough to do that. And along with uh, getting inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, it really doesn't get any better than that. Walk us through that, that main event. Uh, I think it was what King of the Ring in, in, in 1998. Give us, give us a little bit of, of, of how that goes. Like the, the play by play, the walk to the ring, sure. you know, that, uh, how long was the match? The match was about 20 minutes. Uh, what was very interesting about this one is right before our match, um, no one knows, no one remembers that I won the world championship that night because that was also the night of the Hell in a Cell match between Undertaker and Mankind, where Mick Foley, Mankind, was thrown off the cage and then chokeslammed through the cage. Yeah, That's what that everybody was remembers. The same night? Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, I did night. not yeah. know that. Well, and here's how it relates to, to the match with me in Austin is there was interference with mankind and undertaker at the end of the match. And they were very important for the finish of that match. And because of what had happened to Mick, we weren't sure if he could make it. Uh, he was pretty seriously injured uh, with the, the, the falls that he'd taken. Uh, so that added a layer of complexity. Uh, most times in WWE matches, either we, 
have it all laid out of what's going to happen. Uh, but we were prepared to call an audible on that one. And what was for me, what was particularly alarming was that if I lost the match, I was supposed to set myself on fire. So I had a very, <laughs> a very big incentive to try to figure out a way to get out of the match by winning and not losing for sure. <laughs> That's amazing. All right. What's tougher? Wrestling against Steve Austin, wrestling against liberals. <laughs> uh, they, they, they can both be pretty tough, actually. Uh, I, I love this job being mayor. It has days that are pretty rough uh, just because. Uh, but for the most part, it's wonderful because you have a positive impact. You at least feel you have a positive impact on the community. You can uh, influence and push things in certain directions. Knox County is uh, a very conservative area. And what we're doing here works. What we're doing across the state of Tennessee works. We have folks flocking here from liberal states because of our tax structure, because of the economic opportunities that are available, because it's a great place to live. So in the end, it was physically tougher, obviously, to wrestle against Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, but the, the mayor thing, um, you do you take some abuse sometimes. But at the end of the day, you have to realize that it's worth it because when, when you look at the bigger picture uh, and you can hopefully help make people's lives better and give people the tools that they need to make their lives better, it's the most rewarding thing you can possibly do. Ever thought about running for a higher office, state level, federal level, anything sure. like that? I don't really think about uh, those things as higher offices. And the reason I say that is because every level of government is important. We look at the, the feds and because everybody, you know, they're, they're on Fox and CNN and whatever, even though no one watches CNN, nevertheless, and because <laughs> they're on national cable TV, when people think government in the United States, they generally only think of the federal level. I will tell you that what happens at the state and local level might be more important than what happens at the federal level. You know, we're able to differentiate ourselves from other places. We do that in Knox County. We do that in the state of Tennessee. So I don't really look at it. I, I think that they're all important. I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, I think at this point, I think the most important level of government is not the federal government. It's actually the state government. Because when I look into to Glenn's crystal ball, which is very murky and, uh, yeah, you know, just like everyone else doesn't really doesn't really tell you what's going to happen. But I do see a point where the states are going to have to start telling the feds, we're not going to do that anymore. And uh, we're going to reassert our authority under the 10th Amendment uh, instead of just being departments of the federal government, which is kind of how I feel that things are right now. So obviously, you know, you uh, that totally sensitive to that. Have you ever thought about, hey, I, I want to run. I want to run statewide so I can I can be that person that pushes back against the federal government. Has that has it ever crept into the imagination? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it has. I, I think that over the next several years that we are going to have to have people at the state level that are willing to do that. I, I and feel I like you're been. breaking news right now. This is amazing. No. Just tell us what yeah. you're running no. for and when we're excited. No, <laughs> not, not running for anything. These are just my thoughts. But, you know, during COVID, I, I pushed I pushed back a lot uh, against many of the things that are going on. In fact, I'm, I was probably the um, – the earliest of elected officials to start saying this is a really bad idea. I was, I was saying that way back in early April in 2020, while all the, even before the lockdowns had really started. Um, so I, I am someone who, when I feel something's the right thing to do, I, I will do that. And I think that we just need more of those folks in politics, especially right now. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting. You ran in 18. 
but I, I, you didn't really jump onto my radar. I, I until you, you were right. You were one of the first people that pushed back pretty heavily against the whole lockdown culture. And I think you know, obviously, people knew you from your your wrestling personality. But I think that's where you really got on a lot of political radars. Tell us a little bit about your family. What do they think about you being in in, in politics? <laughs> they hate it. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, well, hey, they they got to be a little used to you is, being the villain. Well, that's the thing. And uh, my wife, of course, is very protective of me. So when people say bad stuff about me, I don't care. It just rolls off me. I mean, you know how it is. You, know, you don't want anyone to say something about you. But also realize it's just like in wrestling. They're reacting to a persona. They don't know you right? They're just reacting to stuff that you do and, and what they think. Crystal take it very personally, obviously, because they're saying bad stuff about her husband. And I have to tell her, just, you know, calm down. It's fine. And, you know, people have a right to say it. Um, and but my, my kids, my kids don't really, I'm, they're, they're grown. So I don't think it impacts them quite as much. Um, it's kind of neat because they get to meet interesting people and sometimes do cool stuff because of, of this job. Uh, but nevertheless, probably the person that's hardest on is my wife, Crystal, because she's, she's the one that's closest to me. And, uh, again, whereas I can let things go and it doesn't bother me, it's hard because people are saying something bad about someone she loves. Uh, so, and often that's what you see. I think is the spouses are actually the ones that it's a job for them as well. Um, often no one knows who they are, but, they probably endure uh, the attacks more so than, than the people that actually in office do. You know, when you, when you run for mayor and hypothetically in the future, you run for another office, I assume you still have friends from the WWE. Did you ever do uh, fundraising events or anything like that where you bring in some of your buddies from the WWE to do a big fundraiser? Yep, sure did. Uh, one of the biggest one was uh, Undertaker came in and um, had an event with me, and it was a huge success. I, <laughs> uh, WWE has been, yeah, WWE has been super supportive of uh, my efforts and uh, everything in this area, and I, I'll, I can't thank everyone enough for that. It's I, I love this. I'm imagining getting an invitation, like, oh, come see special guests, The Undertaker and Steve Austin, and whoever else. <laughs> I mean, that's the type of thing you're like, I'm going to get on a plane just because I want to go to that event. Yeah, we had a massive turnout, actually. It was huge. It was a great event. That's that's fantastic. Glenn, we do one thing on the show every day. It's called a question of the day. Every day it's different. Everybody has to answer it. I should have prepped you a little in advance. Question of the day, and if you can't think of it, it's not a big deal, but what's one thing that is not illegal, but you think it should be? One thing that's not illegal, but I think it should be? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm probably going to go the other way. I think there's a lot of stuff that happens <laughs> wonder, with a lot of regulations. We, we thought that might yeah, be too that, easy to ask that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, you know, there's just a lot of regulations um, that impede people's lives that are just nonsensical and shouldn't exist. So I would probably go the other way. Now, my personal life, um, I, <laughs> I wish we could outlaw foolishness, uh, and especially among politicians and elected officials. If we could do that, the whole country would be in a much better place, but I don't. I don't see that happening anytime soon. Mr. Jacob, or I just Mayor Jacobs, I really appreciate you joining the show. If anybody wants to follow along with your uh, political career, hear about your policy wisdoms, and, and generally just keep track of you for the, the next big event, how do they follow you on social media? Yeah, my Twitter is Glenn, that's with two N's, so it's G L E N N 
J-A-C-O-B-S-T-N, Glenn Jacobs T-N. I'm also on Instagram with the same handle. And then they can go to Facebook, Knox County Mayor Glenn Jacobs, and my campaign uh, Facebook page, which we still have up and I post things to, is Jacobs for Mayor. Glenn Jacobs, formerly Kane in the WWE, now the mayor of Knox County. Thank you so much for taking time and joining us today. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. That was, again, WWE wrestling personality Kane won the WWE World Championship. More pay-per-view appearances than any other wrestler in history. I, I cannot believe that he, he somehow beats out Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, the Ultimate Warrior. All right. We're going to.